All right, welcome back to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, and on this episode, I am joined by Over Easy Stevie. Stevie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing just fine. So, hey, uh, first question out of the shoot. Uh, how did you uh, get introduced into this uh, wacky world of professional wrestling? Well, I, it, growing up, it was just always there. I was a big fan as a kid. And it's just always been something, a world that I was fascinated with. And I moved to Denver, and uh, I, I just wanted to do something different. And so I contacted, uh, at the time it was Mercury Pro Wrestling Academy, and went out and had a meeting with Matt. We hit it off right away, and uh, the rest, as they say, is history. Okay. Well, let's, um, let's fill in some of the, uh, the, the gaps there. So uh, younger, when you were growing up watching it, uh, who were you watching? Uh, what uh, was it? Was it the WWF, WCW, or what? Yeah, it was mostly mid to late '80s uh, WWF at the time, uh, the Hulk Hogan era. Okay, and who were who were your favorites that you liked? Uh, I would go back and forth a lot. I I, I loved Macho Man. Uh, at the time, I wasn't the biggest fan because I didn't watch a lot of his stuff. But now, I really uh. Uh, after learning a lot about what goes on here, I um, really admire Ric Flair. He's probably my favorite. Um, but at the time, it was definitely Macho Man and the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, so you like the uh, the over-the-top uh, the characters. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> am more of a character-driven fan. I like the theater of it more so than the athleticism. I'll say it that way. Uh- Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of there with you. It's, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of everything when it comes to, comes to them. Uh, so, um, then, um, you're, uh, you said you, uh, moved to, uh, Denver in, um, pursued that, but why, why, what was the, uh, what was the click? What was the thing? What happened that you said, I want to be involved in the, in the business? Uh, there wasn't any one certain click. It's something that I've thought about off and on most of my life. Uh, I had contacted schools before and, and, and gave it a lot of consideration and just never pulled the trigger on it. Uh, I figured new city, new town, new experience. You know, I didn't want to just – I'm kind of burned out and doing the bar band thing, so I didn't really want to just go right out and start another one. So I just went out on a limb and tried this out, and it it kind of took over my life. I, I love it. Okay. Um, so then were you always uh, – when you – wanted to get involved was it always the um you wanted to to do the the, the character thing uh like the over stevie, easy stevie or did you actually want to get in the ring and wrestle or what no when i was younger i wanted to be a wrestler i, no, I, I mean i i still do but of course i'm 44 now and it's not really a realistic goal but i mean it's something that i thought about a lot i really wanted to be a wrestler at one time but by the time i got into wrestling that that ship had sailed so Right, yeah, it's it's a little tougher as we uh, as we get older, but I mean, I, I'm I'm there, I'm there kind of with you. You and I are the same age, but uh, yeah. So then, um, w- you know, uh, what was that like? Uh, you know, getting like you said, new city, wanting to do a new thing, and did you just kind of do a little bit of a uh, Google search or etc. to find out what the local wrestling scene was? Well, like I said, it's something I've been, I had been thinking about doing off and on my whole life. So before I even moved up here, I had, uh, I had aspirations of maybe giving it a shot. So I had, I had already looked the school up and had contacted Matt. Uh-huh. 
I see. And then, uh, so uh, getting in into that was uh, was your thought uh, getting into the ring, and then it just something just kind of transitioned uh, to uh, being the uh, the manager per se, or the the character. Um, I mean, what? How did that all? Uh, how did that all come to be? Well. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird for me going in because, to be honest, I didn't really know what I wanted to get out of this. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the conversation that I initially had with Matt was kind of abstract. You know, he was telling me about the Twitch deal that was, was pending at the time and uh, some of the things that they were trying to do to expand the company. And I, with my background in live entertainment, I thought, well, yeah, there'll be something that I can do. Let me just get in here and kind of look around. And that's kind of what I did. And I... It, it just kind of evolved into what it what it is. Uh, Vince Russo was the character coach at the time, and you know he had come up with a, a, a manager character for me, but we weren't really going to do much with it right away. But he had held this promo battle contest, and the winner gets a spot on the TV show, and oh. and of course I won it because that's what I do. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but that that's kind of how the manager thing started happening. Okay. And they were like, "Oh shit, this is for real. Now we have to do this." So that's where the the tie dye and the cereal came came from, and and we just we kind of put that together on the spot, and and the next thing you know, I'm in there getting knocked out by my head with Al Snow, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is for real. I'm 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 in wrestling now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know. Awesome. That's 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 great. Um, so, uh, so, so, would you say then um, Vince Russo kind of helped uh, steer and helped uh, you kind of refine the the character a little bit at the beginning? Oh, he absolutely did, one hundred percent. In fact, uh, I can I can uh, go one step further with that. And the first uh, first match I ever did, still my personal favorite, I actually took a heart attack from a tag team that was was in from out of town. They didn't know I wasn't a worker, and Vince is out there trying to help me get this character over. You know, he put a lot of thought into it. He put a lot of effort into it. I was, I was really, really humbled by that. It, it, he, was, he was great to work with. And uh, he was out there calling audibles and telling me stuff to do. He's like, hey, he called me over. He's like, just get, just get in the ring when they do a double down and just walk around. Oh. Like, <laughs> like you don't know what's going on. Like you're just, you're just having a stroll. And so I did that. And little things here and there he would, he would tell me to do. And of course, by the end of the match, the the, the box of cereal spilled everywhere. It's all over the ring, and he's like, "Hey, go in the ring and just start picking up the cereal and putting it back in the box." So I, yeah. I jump in there and start doing that. Well, again, the tag team didn't know that I wasn't a worker that I had never trained. So they just grabbed me and do this heart attack, and it went it went over like gangbusters everybody went crazy it was awesome and he followed me back the whole time apologizing I was like no Vince that was awesome thank you so yeah he he did a lot especially early on to to help me grow that character and get it over with the fans oh that's 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 awesome uh so um the I think I remember um hearing a little bit about the story of for example the uh the uh far out fruities but uh let the listeners how uh, how that came about. It kind of was like, kind of like a, a kismet kind of thing, huh? Yeah, it was kind of a little piece of serendipity. Me and the fruities. Yeah. Uh, it was actually Matt Yaden's idea. He uh, he had had uh, somebody in the past do a serial gimmick, and it worked really well for them, right? And so when we were going, he said, 
you know, we, we need to get you some cereal. We need, we need to get you a box of cereal. That needs to be your gimmick. So I was like, okay, you know, these guys. I'm, I'm still 90 days in, by the way. You know, I, I wrestling is still brand new to me. I don't, I don't know anything that's going on. I, I barely know anybody. And uh, he's like, we, we just need to get you some cereal. That's going to be your thing. So we get the target. And the character, as you know, is kind of far out, happy-go-lucky, hippie type. You know, over easy Stevie. So we're walking through, and uh, we just it just uh, looking for the right box of cereal. Like who knows? Like what do you get for something like that? And it, there it was. It's 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 Target's version of generic Fruit Loops, and right. it, they're called Far Out Fruities, and it just fit. It just it fit the the character so well, and I think that people like the cereal better than they like the character. To be honest with you. <laughs> oh, oh that's uh that's fantastic i love it oh okay well then um so what was it uh what were you thinking when you had your um first um i, I want to i guess i would say appearance in, in in a match uh what what was uh going through your mind uh heading into that uh fear a lot of fear i was terrified i was scared to death i was gonna screw it up I had done some performing and a lot of, you know, I'd been on a lot of stages, but nothing like that. And it was completely new to me. And I hadn't, I hadn't been training long. I didn't know if I was ready, so I was just terrified of screwing it up. And the the, the thing that they don't tell you about wearing sunglasses in an arena like that, you can't see anything. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to adjust to that, and I'm terrified. And, and I just, I'm like, God, please just don't let me screw this up for these guys. So, so uh, the um, the the kind of looking around, uh, trying to figure out uh, uh, that was uh, you know where you were and that kind of stuff. That was kind of a that was kind of realistic. That was kind of a shoot. You were, yeah, you, a little <laughs> bit, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. That's awesome. That's 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 cool. All right, and uh, well, so then you had um, you were you kind of were um, a little uh, I, I would call it. Um, Kind of had a lot of uh, going on there, there towards the uh, the beginning of this, uh, coming out and manager, and kind of got some good uh, storylines, uh, you know, with uh, yeah, you know, uh, doing the the character and everything. Uh, how did you uh, feel all that went? Oh, it went terrific, uh, as far as I'm concerned. I, it was time of my life. I, I just I feel really lucky to get to do the things that I got to do, and uh, it was it's it was a blast, and, and I, it's probably not the end. That you'll see me on, you know, Rocky Mountain Pro, charged as a character. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it's, you know, I even if it is, that was that was just a wonderful experience. I never thought I would do anything remotely like like I did. It was a blast. Okay. Yeah, and that was kind of uh, leading me to uh, my next question was, uh, you you now uh, transitioned to a little bit more of a behind the scenes uh, roles. Uh, tell the listeners that uh, kind of uh, what you're. Uh, kind of doing for the uh, the production there at uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. Uh, well, it's 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 a layered uh, responsibility that I have for Rocky Mountain Pro. I do some of the admin work as far as answering emails, phone calls, that sort of thing. Uh, I you know I assist Matt with like backwards planning the logistics of you know the, the timelines of when we got to load this, what we got to think about you know because in two days we've got this show. Uh, you know things like that, and I, I oversee the production team. Now that's uh, you know that 
that's a, a thing where it's there's so many moving parts. Somebody's got to kind of herd the cat, so to speak. That's not mm-hmm. to take anything away. Like I don't, I don't run those guys. They all do a fantastic job. But that's just kind of a responsibility that I've taken on is making sure that we have what we need for that and everything's functional and and everybody knows the schedule and, and things like that. So it's kind of a layered layered job. It, it keeps me busy. I see. I see. Oh, that's that's uh, fantastic. So uh, then, um, so far um, in uh, all your different duties and on screen and off screen, on camera, off camera. What have been some kind of uh, memorable moments that you've that you've had? It's kind of things that stick in your mind. Well, I mean, I, I'll never stop dining out on it. The, uh, the moment I got to have Milestone Eight with Al Snow was just surreal. I still can't believe I got to do that. Uh, that yeah. that's been my my favorite moment moment so far. Yeah. But the, I mean, the whole package—it's hard to say because the whole package from where it started to what it's evolved to and the things I got gotten to do with the commentary it's go out at, at the Pepsi Center I you know I've just got to do all of these things so to say I mean uh, a a favorite moment I, I don't the Al Snow thing but I I don't beyond that there's I'm just grateful for the whole thing I guess is what I'm trying to say it's it's all been a, a surreal experience that I never thought I'd be able to do. You know, get, to get into to wrestling at 44 the way I did, and to get to do what I've done with it, I'm just incredibly fortunate. The whole thing is my favorite. All right, well that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, okay, well then, um, what about um, you know you kind of alluded to a little bit about the future. You you, you, uh, you have any uh, definite plans or thoughts, or you just want to just basically tease the listeners that. We're gonna maybe see the uh, on camera again. Uh, what's uh, what's the pl- what's going on there? Uh, no, I'll just I'll just leave that hanging. It is what it is. I don't think we've seen the end of Over Easy Stevie uh, on screen, on charged. But uh, I'm not gonna give you any more than that. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you know, and uh, with uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Pros, um, you know, changing gear a little bit, recharging. Uh, I keep saying uh, for uh, <laughs> Yeah, recharged because uh, uh, going from the uh, uh, weekly Thursday show to going back to uh, twice a month or so. Um, so now we got uh, Rocky Mountain Pros got a little bit uh, time to, uh, you know, put a little more effort in the uh, uh, post production, post recording, uh, I guess you could say. And so is that uh, feel like to you that uh, since you're doing a lot of the behind the scenes kind of stuff, is that feel like that's um, giving you a little more uh, responsibility and just try to you know get the 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 product a little more um, polished and have a little more fun with it and get it really out there yeah I it, it, actually the, the opposite it's it's quite a bit less responsibility in all honesty it takes a lot of pressure off me because I don't know if you know this it's a secret live TV is really fucking hard. <laughs> so, so it's it, it, not being live and only going to you know that one focus a month and and having a a more manageable deadline will actually uh, it'll take some responsibility off of me and that's the direction we're going we're going to uh, pre-taped television uh, once a month at the quarry uh, we'll get the schedule posted right away we will be airing those tapings live on Twitch on a subscriber only basis. Okay. Beyond that, you will see we will still air the episodes of Charge on Twitch like we have been. As of now, the plan is at 7 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time. 
uh, every Thursday, like we have been, but they will be one-hour episodes. And uh, you will also still be able to see them on Fight. We will still be doing uh, – we still have a great relationship with the Summit, and we'll still be doing the pay-per-views from there. And the uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Experience from the Rack House, now called the Beerstadt Lager House, will be the final payoffs, kind of what Supercharged was. Oh. Uh, and, uh, you know, that will be where, you know, the monthly storylines kind of come to a head and things – Things build, and, and that's where we're going to have the payoff for that, and we will be trying to get that front page listed and try to get that going back as well. Oh, and, that's awesome. And in addition to that, uh, we, we brought in uh, – want to put a, put him over real quick. Chris Half has been working his ass off getting our Twitch page up to par, and we're getting some content back up on there. There's more random, not just wrestling, not just gaming. There's a lot that's going to change and improve with that, so keep your eye on that. Okay. All right. So then, um, additionally, since they're going, uh, Rocky Mount Pro is going to be doing the, uh, taping, uh, for, uh, the, uh, the events. Uh, so then we're going to be able to add more, uh, like we, like we had in the past when they were doing, when we were doing that, uh, the, uh, get a little more backstage segments, promos, things of that nature in there as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. And then, and like you said, you're going to get, uh, get all that taping and, uh, make one hour segments, uh, for each for a week to go from uh, uh, taping to taping. That's it, exactly. Oh, awesome, that's cool. I I love that. That's uh, that's great. Okay, all right. Well, um, that sounds uh, that sounds fantastic. Well, um, I do want to thank you for uh, coming on to this episode. But before I do let you go, uh, if people wanted to uh, follow up with you on uh, social media and see everything that uh, Rocky Mountain Pro is got uh, going on here in the near future. Uh, where could they all do that? Okay. Uh, on all the social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Rocky MTN pro. And that's on, so that's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we are on YouTube. We are at twitch.tv forward slash Rocky mountain pro. We are on fight. We are on Fight UK. All right. And what about yourself? Do you want to follow you? Uh, I am on Facebook, Over Easy Stevie, and Twitter. Okay. At Over awesome. Easy Stevie. Nice and simple. Over Easy. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, once again, uh, Stevie, I do appreciate you uh, coming on, and I will, of course, be seeing you in the future. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. It's been great. Once again, a big thank you to Over Easy Stevie for coming on to this episode of the Wrestling with Altitude podcast and introducing himself to all of our listeners and let him know uh, what uh, he does there in the uh, Rocky Mountain Pro uh, realm and all that good stuff like that. Well, let's uh, before we get out of here, let's do the quick uh, weekend review. Got uh, one event to talk about that I attended, and that was the. Uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Pro experience there uh, from the uh, uh, Beerst at Lager House, uh, formerly known as the uh, Rack House Pub. Uh, that was a uh, great to see all my uh, Rocky Mountain Pro family there. Been such a long time that didn't get to see them, and it was uh, just exciting and and fresh, and it was uh, uh, a great night and. 
uh, instant classic. Uh, just a quick little shout out to uh, uh, Curtis Cole and uh, Naya for uh, getting in there and battling one more time. Hey, these guys have gone to war with each other, grown up in the business together, and it just—it's always a special treat to see them to uh, face off in the squared circle. And then, of course, a shout out to everybody else that I got to see and uh, uh, reconnect with there as well. All right, so uh, what do I have in my view for this upcoming week in the Wrestling with Altitude area? Uh, as for events, uh, well, of course, uh, we are going to start off the uh, wrestling weekend on uh, Friday with Lucha Libre and laughs on uh, Friday, uh, January 3rd. Uh, they are uh, having their event, and that is that is that's Showbiz Baby. That's the uh, title of the uh, sh- uh, event there, uh, happening at the uh, Oriental Theater at uh, 8 p.m. Uh, you want to get uh, tickets, uh, head over to uh, the orientaltheater.com or you can even head over to uh, Lucha Libre and Laughs uh, Facebook page or website, luchalibreandlaughs.com and uh, get uh, tickets there. Uh, it's going to be a great night. Uh, got, uh, of course, uh, the previously mentioned Anaya, uh, Dak Draper uh, coming back in town, Colt Cabana, Cheeseburger, uh, comedians uh, Ben Roy, uh, Christy Bouchelle and more. It's going to be uh, a fun time, and uh, these are uh, great events to uh, see every uh, month or every other month or every few weeks uh, when uh, Lucha Libre Laughs returns. It's always a very suggested event. All right, and then, of course, we are then on uh, Saturday night. We're going to head over to the uh, Pepsi Center uh, for uh, Rocky Mountain Pros, the uh, Rumble in the uh, Loud House in conjunction with the uh, Colorado Mammoth uh, wrestling happening after the Mammoth game. Uh, I'm going. I hope you guys are, too. I got my ticket. You guys got tickets? Oh, you haven't got your tickets? Well, just like uh, Over Easy Stevie had mentioned, uh, head over to the Rocky Mountain Pros uh, website, rmpwrestling.com. Click on the events link, and you should be able to then get your tickets there uh, for that. Or uh, head over to Rocky Mountain Pros uh, Facebook page, and you should be able to scroll down and find the tickets. And uh, gosh, if at the time of this recording, if you feel uh, up to it, hit up your uh, favorite uh, Rocky Mountain Pro uh, superstar personality referee uh, over Easy Stevie. Uh, they may have uh, tickets still left on hand, and you can get them uh, in person and uh, save yourself a little bit of the uh, service fees. If you do it that way, uh, when you do uh, head over to uh, the link, though, if you use the code, I believe it's a uh, 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 MAM, M-A-M, R-M-P or R-M-P MAM. That will help uh, get you uh, situated in the right uh, section with us and all that as well. And then on uh, Sunday, January 5th. Uh, Primos Premier Pro Wrestling is uh, having uh, their event, I believe. And that is Joey Terrifying Memorial Show, 715. Uh, tickets are $12 from the Watering Bowl in uh, Denver, Colorado, uh, 5411 Leedsdale Drive. Uh, you want to get tickets, head over to uh, Primos Premier Pro Wrestling. Uh, Facebook page and you can get your tickets there I believe you do save yourself a little bit of money if you do purchase tickets in advance so that should be fun so it's a uh, 
full weekend of uh, wrestling there uh, at the, for the Walt Wrestling with Altitude area. So you've got uh, great picks. Should be able to attend uh, at least one of these shows. I want to see you guys at least at one of these shows. And uh, I know you guys will see me as well. All right, well, uh, before we get out of here completely, that's once again, uh, thank the Trending Topics uh, Network for hosting this show. And if you do like this show, uh, subscribe or stay subscribed to this feed, and you'll be able to catch other great shows such as All Beer Inside, The Eurovision Showcase, Old School at the Movies, and Wrestling Cheers. You want to get in contact with the show? Website is wrestlingwithaltitude.com. Podcast at wrestlingwithaltitude.com is the email. Uh, do have a Facebook page and Twitter page. The wrestle the handle at Twitter is WrestleAltitude. And I want to thank you all for listening and having fun wrestling with altitude. Uh-huh.